in case you missed it on Newsbreak. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News. Well, Nelson Mandela said it, the sun shall never set on such a glorious human achievement. I can tell you what, in Pretoria, the loftus Ferrisfeld Stadium, the sun is burning bright, indicative of a new dawn for South Africa. A very warm welcome to our exclusive rolling coverage of the 2019 um, inauguration uh, as President-elect Cyril Ramaphosa is expected to ascend to the highest office of the land. It's the presidential inauguration. We bring you, bringing you the latest um, this of this morning. So we can tell you that it's been a very early start. Everything working like clockwork here. Before me, I see a sea of. Well, I have to say black because there are black umbrellas here covering the VIP section, which is where Newsbreak is overlooking as the um, VIPs uh, and, and, and these comprise of ministers, members of parliament, members of the National Assembly, um, opposition party leaders, some dignitaries, some struggle stalwarts, veterans, some celebrities, business people, religious organizations. So much of the, um, I think, the top order of South Africa all here eagerly awaiting now to hear from the president-elect Cyril Ramaphosa. So, yes, we did manage to speak with Home Affairs Minister Dr. Siabunga Kwele to find out about the other significant narrative doing the, doing the rounds here as the inauguration gets underway. And that is, well, and that is Africa Day, as Africa unites and, and, and solidifies its place in the world. And we asked Minister Kwele to explain to us how significant it is to know that heads of several African states, and I'll go through those names of the African states, uh, the heads of states that are here currently in a short while. How does it feel to have these African states choose to be here in South Africa on World Africa Day and this is what he had to say. Very special day, it's Africa Day and whether it is Botswana right up to Seychelles, you've extended the invite to African counterparts. You know, how significant is it that they would choose to spend Africa Day in South Africa with um, President Sildamaposa, President-elect Sildamaposa? I think uh, because uh, South Africa it remains that beacon of hope since the inauguration of uh, Nelson Mandela, uh, uh, which some countries would really like to strengthen because they feel if democracy of South Africa is strong, it makes it easier for them to make transitions uh, in their own countries. So <clears throat> we are very honored that head of state will leave their own countries on Africa Day to come together. But it also symbolizes that momentous event when OEU was formed, that leaders came together. Uh, at that time, they came together and others. Now they've descended in our own country. I think as a nation, we should take pride of our achievement. Yeah. We should take pride of what we are doing and the direction we are taking as a country in terms of, because we are an African country. Our growth and prosperity rest on Africa, yeah. rest on interacting with the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. We are very happy that uh, these leaders decided to be here in South Africa to celebrate Africa Day with us and celebrate this milestone of transition from one administration, peaceful mm -hmm. transition from one administration to the new administration yeah. the president will be leading in the next administration. 
So the many people that we've spoken to, many of your colleagues, dignitaries, um, ministers, eminent people of South Africa, and they say this inauguration is a very significant turning point in South Africa's trajectory. You know, as as a minister, as part of, of you know the ruling party, um, explain to us why this is so significant, this new era of President Cyril Ramaphosa. Yeah, the first thing I'll say, the choice of venue. It brings us all together. Unlike the amphitheater in Union Building where there were people and others at the lower grounds, it's with us. It brings that uh, element of a new era Ashengin, of unity, of common purpose, of and focusing on things which will develop all of us as South Africans and leave no one behind. Uh, it, it, it coincides with the vision which is in the manifesto the president has been electing on, that we should uh, really focus on growing our country, growing our economy, creating jobs, bringing hope. Yeah. It is an era of hope yeah. for many South Africans. Era of hope, but still an, a great era of challenge. Many have told us in the build-up to elections they are not so happy with the way, with the way their lives are. Twenty-five years into democracy. Having said that, while this may be a significant day, it's also the start of President Sildamapo, President-elect Sildamaposa's journey. Where do you think this energy should be directed to? Yeah, but uh, I, I think the, the important thing to realize is that we are only 25 years into democracy. After systemic uh, uh, oppression for more than 325 years, and it's not going to be easy for any administration to quickly change those things. If you check the issues of poverty, inequality, there were the direct uh, 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 consequence of that systemic exclusion and oppression of majority of the people. Uh, what it, it, it means, the focus for the president is going to be on the economy. Our economy has not been growing. We need to inject a growth into our economy because it's only when it's growing that we can deal with these other social ills of unemployment and can get more people employed. The issue of getting people to productive assets, whether you're talking about land, you're talking about access to finance, is going to be quite critical in this administration uh, so that people are feeling that they are not being left behind. Uh, it is very important. Others, uh, they often say, why are we giving South African grants? It is a method of transferring assets to the poor so that they can extract themselves out of poverty. Education, health, those are important aspects which uh, make sure that you can, if you are, uh, don't have access to education, access to good health, and you are always sick, you can't take your family out of poverty. Those are the things which are going to be quite critical in the next administration. And there you go. That was Home Affairs Minister Siemon Gatkwele talking to us here on the sidelines of the presidential inauguration. But I will just take you through very quickly to the, some of the uh, African heads of states who are expected here today. Madagascar Prime Minister Christian Nsay is likely to be here today alongside Seychelles President Danny Fore. And we've also got the um, word that the President of the Democratic Republic of Congo, and that is Felix Tisekedi, also invited here today. And President 
President of Zimbabwe, Emerson Nangagwa, also making his uh, appearance here today at the inauguration ceremony. And AUJ Musafaki Muhammad is also one of the big guests arriving here today. And also um, many more to come, like Angola Minister for Foreign Affairs, Manuel Domi- uh, Dominingos Augusto, also joining through, as well as Tanzania President, and that's John Masufuli. And as you can see, a whole host of um, a whole host of um, African representation today on World Africa Day, and we're told that the president-elect Ramaphosa has made his way now through to the um, through to um, the stadium. So much more to come. But I think the big question doing the rounds here currently and I just want to leave you with this before we continue to um, try and get you some more exclusive content off the floor here. Who is likely to be Deputy President of the Republic? And as you understand, David Mabuza had delayed his swearing in as an MP, bringing a lot of discussion as to whether or not he will be you know, likely to be the Deputy President of the Republic. And the two names that are doing the round, yes, that's Naledi Pando and Dr. Nkosazana Tlamini Zuma. Well, we were fortunate enough to speak to Minister Naledi Pando. We asked her, is she going to be the Deputy President of the Republic and what are her thoughts on the topic? I think uh, given that the President is the person who played such a critical role in shaping our Constitution, I am hopeful that he's the President who's going to ensure that the full set of objectives that are outlined in our Constitution are pursued and achieved. So there has been a lot of discussion about the possibility, ma'am, that you could be emerging as the Deputy President of the Republic. What are your thoughts on this? I cannot see, nor can anybody else, into the President's mind, but all of us will know once he announces his Cabinet exactly who he intends to appoint, and I think we should leave it at that. And I'm not sure how people compete. It's a very strange notion, uh, because uh, the President is the one who appoints. There's no... uh, You know, we don't go on to some kind of uh, stage and, you know, or answer through an interview. It's entirely the president's decision. Well, there you go there, Minister Naledi Pando, and she is being touted as being the possible deputy president of the republic. No confirmation. She's not talking about it, but everybody here is. And we're trying our best to get you the answers. Myself and Talisha Naidu bringing you the latest here from the Loftus Ferrisfeld Stadium waiting for the presidential inauguration that's expected to begin around 11. When we come back in about an hour's time, Talisha is going to be talking to you about the public sentiment. What are people saying on the ground? And also we'll be giving you a rundown of the program to come. So it's back to the studio. News break. Lotus FM powered by SABC News.